0: Hello everyone and welcome to Little White Lies. I'm Petty LaBelle.
1: And I'm Christian Black. And together we cover common racial misconceptions,
0: historical inaccuracies,
1: and untold stories about popular things we enjoy today in American culture.
0: All right, so listen, today's subject is a story as old as time. It's been a topic of discussion in Hollywood for years on end now. Hollywood and its bout with racism, diversity, and inclusion, both with the talent it employs and the stories it produces.
1: We're going to get into some of the pioneers of the Black film industry and how Black creatives in today's society are making it their mission to get in our faces and our stories seen. And, you know, beside Hollywood, you know, pigeonhole us inside stereotypes that they assume will sell.
0: Mm. Now, Christian, I know part of your background is in filmmaking. Um, mm-hmm. What's been your experience with creating stories or film that showcase the Black experience? And what stories have you been eager to tell?
1: Oh, man. Well, I know as a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I've always had a passion of making films that highlight marginalized groups yeah. or the struggles of you know not only black people mm-hmm. but all minority groups. Um but when it comes to black representation and you know someone to look up to or someone to say oh I want to be like that right. inside that indie film world. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody there. <laughs> like, there's nobody there. Like the Especially only person I can think of is 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 Duvernay. Love her. Like with 13th. Mm-hmm. That an incredible, incredible film. Um, but you don't have a bunch of Duvernays running around.
0: That is
1: true. And it's it's like, oh, that's your token representation right there we gave you one
0: and now she is the goat but we do need more (laughs)
1: yes we need more we need more but I mean like even beyond filmmaking and beyond you know black directors or black writers even going down to the crew Mm -hmm. like who's on set who's setting up lights who's working the camera and stuff like that no black representation. No. Dot here and there. Like I've been a grip, a key grip, many times for film sets. And many times I was the only black person there. The only one. Yeah. Like all you saw was a sea of white people and then maybe <laughs> a few Asians here and there. Sprinkles. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> some sprinkles, some some spots. Right. That's about it though. But I was at, you know, that one, that one little little token black guy on set. So that's been like my, my experience when it comes to working on movie sets or even writing or what have you. But, you know, Petty, I know that you've dabbled in the arts yourself mm-hmm. with acting both on stage and in film. What's been your perspective with roles you've been chosen to play? Like, have you felt pigeonholed in a certain kind of character in order to sell? Like, or do they say, oh, you're going to play this because you can, I know that you can do this well. or <laughs> How much time
0: do you have? Okay, Um, no, it's really crazy. You know, I I find that in this industry they want us to tell a certain kind of story. You know, we always Mm got to do the slave movies, and then we got to be Captain Save a Hole for the for the white people or somebody downtrodden trying to lift up the whole community. And not that these are stories that don't need to be told. I think that it's important to have those stories as well. But I also find that as a black actress, I I want to tell universal stories. I feel like white people get to talk about anything. They get to tell stories about just life. And Black people, we have life too. Like, I I want to show that we can fall in love and we can start a Fortune 500 company and, and, and raise a family and do this and talk about all the stories of just normalcy it doesn't always have to be something sad or downtrodden that we have to tell the people think is marketable and will sell only because we're suffering you know we live lives too i want to show that our characters are capable of you know full lives and full stories and i hate that this industry only puts us in a box and that we're only supposed supposed to do a certain kind of thing you know and i'm ready to break out of that personally
1: Man, it's crazy to think back to the fact that in old films, there's not a single character who isn't
0: white. Mm, the truth, like
1: the all right, so like the only black or like Asian characters you see inside old films, are they're either like maids or house servants, right? And they're always serving the boss with a big smile, right? <sighs> Obviously, a lot has changed, you know, like in new movies, we play the tokenism game now. Minorities as accessories or emblems to white characters that are, you know, the main person on screen. I know it's for good intentions, but mm, I don't know. I don't feel right
0: about it. Yeah. And with that being said, we also have to consider artists' rights to their own vision for a project. Now, nobody wants to tell filmmakers what story to tell or who to put in their movies, but we do have to question if one's vision also inadvertently is used to perpetuate or rationalize racism and racial stereotypes. I mean whiteness is represented as the norm like I said earlier when white directors cast all white actors and label the stories as universal they're also knowingly or unknowingly marking everything else as abnormal and that's not cool that's been the problem in this industry with creative choices and how they tend to be used to rationalize or justify discrimination.
1: I mean you you're totally right about that it's, it's even in the statistics mm. like okay Check this out. So according to the latest Writers Guild of America, it was inside of an, an inclusion report. Okay. It was 2019-2020, um, okay. right? So 51% of the staff writers were white. That's not even surprising. 51%. That's more <laughs> than half. And more than 80% of the executive producers and showrunners were white. All right. So that's fewer than 20% being people of color
0: and how are we supposed to move ahead with those numbers I don't know know. I just know it's too little right and you know what but with that being said it is great to have new voices in the mix like you were saying Ava DuVernay we have Ryan Coogler, Jordan Peele Barry Jenkins and a bunch of others to help differentiate and advocate for a different take on black stories and how to portray black lives and black culture
1: Man, who are you telling? you telling the truth right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I know among these and many more black actresses and actors, they've spoken out against Hollywood's poor attempt at inclusion and diversity. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's slow, but at least it's moving. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's only temporary. It's temporary resolve. Right. And it doesn't address the ingrained problems in the historically marginalized system. Right. So Kendrick Sampson from the show Insecure. Mm-hmm. Have you seen
0: Insecure? Love that show. Man. Love that actor. Love that show. Mm.
1: Man. All right. So it mentions the lack of commitment and inclusion in Hollywood and it's only reinforcing white supremacy Mm. in addition to having an absence in inclusion in its storytelling both unions and agencies lack black representatives
0: right studios
1: and production companies exploit and profit off of black stories all the time man and it's rarely has any senior level black executives with green lighting power
0: green lighting power is everything nothing can get made without that There's also Tara Duncan, who's the new incoming president of Freeform Network and one of the few Black network heads in the industry. She says that it's been a challenge with her with defending the value of projects from creators of color about which she's been passionate. She mentions there's this sort of instinct that if it's featuring a predominantly Black cast or if it's from a Black creator, then that's only going to appeal to a niche audience, which is crazy.
1: Man, you're totally right about that. I mean, there's countless actors like Viola Davis, Gabrielle Union, Michael B. Jordan. They've all spoken out against the lack of inclusion for Black talent, Mm -hmm. Black writers, Black directors, Black crew members, what have you. And they're all risking their jobs. And even have the possibility of being blacklisted That's which real. is wrong it's, it's so super wrong. wrong like okay take gabrielle for example with a lawsuit for NBC on racial misconduct Do, did you? they wouldn't that?
0: let that woman come to work with her hair however she wanted and so they fired her i mean there was more to the story but like who really is we can't come to work as ourselves now <laughs>
1: like why though why why do you even care
0: because they they want they want to find things to break us down they want to find reasons to tell us that we can't be ourselves but then the white people are allowed to flourish and do whatever they feel is necessary like (laughs) man don't get me started
1: Man. I mean okay so take Monique for example When she mm. sued Netflix for paying less for her comedy and special And Monique
0: is practically blacklisted at this point Like if you think about it you haven't seen her in anything And she's not been around it. a really long time Like they were trying to pay her less than Amy Schumer I believe who was getting mm. like millions for her comedy special But you know she did collect her coins at the end Netflix did pay her for that lawsuit She won She did,
1: she did. yeah she, she, did. she
0: spoke her truth and she stuck to her guns And she might not be working as much as she'd like to But at least she proved a point Man. And though Black creatives are pioneering through the obstacles of the industry, one of the top most underlying problems with the success of Black artists being able to tell stories of Black life is that the networks and studios still want popular white voices to co sign or spearhead the project, which is the problem.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's the root of the problem, right? Like in this industry, it's all about big name writers
0: mm.
1: and the amount of credit that you get, right? Facts. All right, so I know that the people that are in power now for the past 30, 40, 50 years,
0: that hasn't been us. Nope, not even a little bit. And it's interesting because the uh, WarnerMedia chief enterprise inclusion officer, Christy Hogberger, who is now a part of the HBO and Warner Brother family, um, says that the next step is to do more than random acts of diversity, which is the perfect quote for what they've been doing lately. They just sprinkle us in here and there to meet a quota, practically
1: honestly that's on the mark i know that many of the previously mentioned people have gone on to start their own advocacy groups movements and even production companies to promote change and opportunities for people of color in the workspace right i mean okay one prime example tyler perry studios
0: right we got Viola davis she has juvie productions
1: marci martin started genius productions yeah
0: and i think tarashi Henson is also starting her own company so yeah, yeah. you know shout out to all the pioneers of black film and television Sidney Poitier, dorothy danridge harry belafonte hattie mcdaniel ethel waters just to name a few
1: and that gave way to you know cicely tyson may she was in peace mm. james earl jones denzel washington angela bassett Loris fishburne whoopi goldberg viola davis eddie murphy And, you know, so many more. So
0: many. We don't know when change will come or exactly how, but it is great to know that we have strong Black creatives leading the way to include all of us in the narrative. You can learn more by checking out our social media accounts and our official website where we do weekly petty posts and constant spilling of the tea. This has been Little White Lies. Stay petty, y'all.
1: Stay petty.